The narrative for Brian Harson and this Auburn football program this offseason has been things are getting better on the recruiting front. Is that true? We talk about it on today's Locked on Auburn. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. Pleasure to bring back Coach Pink, Cole Pinkston over at uh, at AuburnLive.com. Recruiting over the past few months have been crazy, especially with the month of June. We've now had two weekends that were just filled, filled with official visits. Are things getting better on the recruiting front uh, here on the Plains, Cole? Man, I appreciate you having me on, Zach. Of I'm, course. I'm glad, to, glad to talk Auburn. You know, you know, I love it. I, I can't get enough of it, so I'm always ready That's for right. any of your questions. That's right, man. Uh, yeah, man, I really do think that things are getting better uh, to an extent that you can't show what you're going to do on the field yet. You still have a few months until you can really try to show your product and, and, and sort of drive it home to each guy. Yeah. But getting them on campus and, and laying that groundwork, you couldn't ask for a better couple of months that they've had trying to get guys. And they got their top targets in there. They've gotten guys committed to other SEC schools that they really like. And they truly believe they have a shot with them um, because because they really think they can win, right? Yeah. They really think they can, they can make it happen on the field. And that's kind of where it should all come together um, should it go that way. Right, right. And I love that they're going after guys that they want that are, like, committed to other schools. I mean, those Georgia offensive linemen, I mean, they are um, – it's like a full-court press on those guys. They don't care that they've been, the, you know, committed to Georgia for eight months or so. Um, is that something that you like to see? Or from, you know, just uh, an efficiency standpoint, it's like, man, you could be putting your time somewhere else. No, I mean, I, I think they're really – they really have the right relationship with those guys. You look at last year's recruiting class and how they finished. They they ended up flipping Robert Woodyard from Alabama. Yeah, they flipped J.D. Rim from LSU. Right. Um, really, they flipped Anichi Sledge from Baylor, which you know Baylor doesn't really doesn't sound like a huge program, but Dave Aranda over there knows what he's doing in in defensive evaluations. I mean, it was a and when you see Anichi Sledge on campus, you go, "Wow, who's that guy? He's a head turner, right?" I mean, is he's got he the is he the guy we are, we're talking about the least? In this class, uh, you know, I, I, my personal pick on that is Demari Austin. Um, even though he is a, a popular guy with recruits and, yeah. and, and in general, I think he's slept on as a football player. Um, but Sledge is a guy too, man. Uh, you have to see him in person. If you see him in person, you go, "Wow!" Right. And he's been in all, all these camps and and doing the you know demonstrations for the coaches and and helping with the recruits and official visits. I mean, he's been a great great addition for Auburn. But um, yeah, somebody posted it, it. May have been you. Somebody posted a picture or a tweet or something, and I'm like, I don't think I've mentioned him once outside of signing yeah. day coverage uh, yeah. on this show. So I, I'm glad you brought him up there. Um, thank He's you for that. Sort of gone under the radar. Which, if you followed Auburn long enough, those are the guys that usually come out uh -huh. of nowhere and make a difference. Yeah, uh, like it's the guys that thrive at Auburn for whatever reason. But. Yeah, it's like their sophomore season; they just emerge, and it's like, oh, he was <laughs> rated high. We just didn't talk about him that much. I don't know. I don't know why yeah, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, oh, it's funny. just it's just a thing that happens. That's funny. Um, so the big question everybody asks, right, is why? Okay, if Auburn's doing so much better on the recruiting front, which I, I believe they are, it sounds like you believe that as well. The you know the the end product though is all that really matters. It doesn't matter if you get second or third in recruiting. Um, it may matter more yeah. now than it used to because of the transfer portal, but as a general rule, it it, it, it does it doesn't matter. Um, right. Still, only two commits at the time of us sitting down to record this, Cole. Um, when do you expect that to change? Uh, you know, we talk a lot when we do our podcast at Auburn Live, me and Jeffrey Lee and mm-hmm. Jay Head, our board insider. Um, we talk about that. I mean, that's the question right now. It, it's fair. We get it. It's not. It's not a. You know, we're not afraid to answer that question. And we've talked about three or four guys we think could possibly be in the class before the season starts before toe meets leather on september 3rd okay uh you have to if you're auburn you got to do it you got to get some guys in the boat you can't wait until the season because what what if you have a a rough start to the season what if you drop one to lsu penn state it's bad um yeah i mean if you if you're sitting here and you're waiting and you're going okay well don't worry you know we'll win we'll get some guys we'll win well you never know what's going to happen so you can't rely on that you have to go ahead and get some guys in the boat. And I think they're about to do that with a few. I think um, Jeremiah Cobb is coming this weekend on an official visit. Right. Four-star running back from Montgomery, Alabama. Auburn-Clemson battle, but I really think Auburn is made him such a priority that it will be hard for him to say no when he leaves. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. And there's been a lot of people that are, are real concerned with Clemson's late run at the kid, but I just well, I'm, I, I don't know. It just seems like this is an Auburn guy. Let me tell you this. Hunter Osborne and D Creighton. Those are two four-star guys. Hunter Osborne, an in-state four-star D lineman. Right. D Creighton, a Georgia four-star linebacker. Right. Were supposed to be on campus this past weekend. Mm. They weren't. Okay. They, they decided not to do that because Clemson has a policy. Uh, they don't like their guys to visit other places if they're going to commit. And, and that seems to be where each are trending right now. So, Jeremiah Cobb is still coming this weekend, and and last we checked, which was not too long ago, he, that's still on. So that's a good sign for Auburn. Interesting. And, yeah. And Cadillac Williams, the relationship there is huge. It's huge. They have a great relationship that's been going back for, you know, over a year now. So you have that. Uh, Jeremiah Cobb is the guy we're watching. Another who just left campus this week is four-star edge, Keldrick Falk yeah. from Highland Home, Alabama. Uh, you don't like to use the can't-miss guy. But he's he's a guy. I mean, he just fits so well what they want to do. He he's got the right demeanor. He's he's a position of need where you don't have. I mean, Eculiota Derek Hall could be leaving next year, right? And you're left with Dylan Brooks. That's it. So so he's a fit as far as personality and and scheme. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah yeah. Well, you know, Highland Home, Alabama, very small town. I know a lot about it. Sure. Um, close to my area of the country. Okay. I I think. A lot of people there are, are like to be near home. So, does he not fit at a Florida State? Does he not fit at a Clemson? The places where, yeah, he fits. But Auburn, for some reason, just feels like the right place for him. And he's mentioned that. He's mentioned that a few times. Said he would return for Big Cat Weekend in July. Yeah. Had a few guys said, talked about that, said they're really thinking about coming. So, um, he's another guy that I'm watching right now really closely. Him, Jeremiah Cobb, and, and, you know, I think that Auburn's getting ready to flip somebody. I uh, wrote about that today at Auburn Live. Ooh. Um, Ryquez McEldery, 
um, who we joke about. We call him McElderry because uh, me and Jeffrey Lee, <laughs> we're not great at pronouncing names. It just, that's the way it is. Sure. Sometimes he's the, uh, he's the Georgia kid, right? No, he's from Anniston, Alabama. Oh, okay. Uh, committed to Georgia right now. Off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Cousins. He's cousins with Braden Joyner, who is committed to Auburn, offensive lineman. And that's really working for Auburn's favor. He was at Auburn earlier, I think at the end of May, and it was yeah. it was a really good turning point in his recruitment. I think I think Auburn's in the driver's seat and they could they could make that one happen. Yeah, they're cousins and then they were um they're kind of going back and forth on Twitter a little bit. Uh, yeah, Braden yeah, Joyner yeah. put out a tweet um saying that he wants him to come to, to Auburn and, and had some Photoshop pictures that he put on there. Uh, yeah. Looks pretty good. And then he acknowledged it. He quote tweeted it kind of with an emoji saying he was he was looking at it kind of thing. And um, sure. that's that's encouraging if you're Auburn, right? Absolutely, yeah. Is he an interior offensive lineman? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So he and, he and Joyner he, he are pretty and, similar. Yes, he, he and Braden are very similar. Uh, tell you what, every time I've seen them in camp, uh, going against top guys, they are standouts. Really, both of them. Yeah, they're just they have a nastiness to their game, uh, and it shows in the camp settings. You know, camp is not always the greatest um, way to to find out how good a football player is. Sometimes it's you know you're going through drills and stuff, so it's a little different. But I mean, they're you look at their film and you, you have to be happy with that too. So interior guys, not tackles. Uh, but you got to have those too. I mean, you're about to graduate eight seniors on the offensive line. They got they got to do something on the offensive line, yes. Cole. There's a, there's no yes. question, no question about it. All right, in just a moment, Cole, I want to pick your brain on Auburn's quarterback target, Brock Glenn. But first thing, uh, got to give some love to our friends at BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports development, news and odds, including the NBA championship, the NHL championship, the College World Series, anything. You can check it out all at uh, betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Coach Pink, our guest with AuburnLive.com. Brock Glenn, uh, just a few weeks ago, seemed like it was a lock to Auburn. It seemed like everything was trending that way. Seemed like he had a really good official visit at Florida State this past weekend, Cole, and then um, he got that offer from Ohio State, and it's like, well, let's see if he uh, let's see if he takes the OV. Let's see if he takes the official visit. It appears that he is. What are your yeah. thoughts on this recruitment? Um, you know, I, I talked to Brock a good bit. Um, he is interested in those other schools. There's no doubt. Yeah, Florida State's done a great job recruiting him. Ohio State has been recruiting him longer than they before they offered, they were talking mm-hmm. to him. He told me that he told me back in March, March or April, when Auburn kind of entered the picture publicly, at least sure that other schools, Florida, Ohio state, Florida state, TCU were really coming after him pretty hard. Um, but here's what I'll add to that. That could make a difference. Okay. Um, Auburn has been on him for a while. In fact, when I first heard his name, it was probably earlier in like the winter, maybe February, January, as hey, uh, Chris Vizina, this guy that committed to Clemson already, yeah, in-state four-star QB. Hey, we like him. He's really good. I think he's extremely underrated, by the way, Vizina. I thought he was. I think he's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's very good, very good. That's yeah. a huge pickup. Right. And Auburn really wanted him. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a top target. Yeah. 
But at the same time, they kept telling me, hey, there is this Brock Glenn guy from Memphis. Um, he can play, too. He's definitely on the radar. We're going to see what happens there. And they, you know, they've talked to him, kept recruiting him, and then came for A-Day, and he was bigger than they thought he was going to be. And boom, you got the offer. Yeah. So, um, to me, the fact that Auburn has been on him, and I'd say there's some other schools that were probably on him earlier, some smaller schools. I think TCU was has been working on him for a long time. I, I just really think his connections with Auburn and – the length of time they've been on him is going to pay off for Auburn. And I think it ain't, it's not going to be long because he told me when he was at Auburn finishing up his official visit that he wanted it done. He wanted to end it before he goes through the Elite 11 in July. Jan- June 28th is actually a date he gave me that he was thinking about. Yeah, That was before yeah, the Ohio the, State offer. Yeah, the, the Elite 11 finals are June 28th through the 30th, I believe. So yeah. it sounds yeah. like he wants he, to represent a school out there. Well, let me tell you something, man. He he is a competitor. Every time we talk, and I have a football background, so I when I talk to recruits, I, I don't always just ask them questions about the school. And I, I like to talk. I like to know what they think about the the scheme. I like to know what they think about the offensive system, defensive system. Sure. And, man, he, go, he goes, yeah, you know, um, he, he really lights up when you ask him questions about football. That's his thing. Okay. And he spent a lot of time in the film room with, with Coach Keesaw, Coach Hartline, who doesn't get mentioned so much, mm-hmm. he told me that Coach Hartline goes through 500 clips of NFL footage a day trying to figure out some things for their offensive system. And he said he's he's working on my drops, he's working on my um you know my arm angle. He said it, this was unlike any official visit I've been on. We we really it just felt like I was supposed to be there, right? I'm paraphrasing, but sure. Ohio State enters the mix. I still think his timeline is going to be the same, and I think that bodes well for Auburn. I think he wants to go check out Ohio State. Who wouldn't? And um, I think Auburn wins out on that one. Still do. Uh, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. The, the Ohio State dynamic is interesting. If if he does go somewhere other than Auburn, does Auburn take a quarterback in this class, or are they like, eh, we've got some depth. Maybe we can get a transfer guy down the road or something. You know, uh, I've wondered that. In that case, don't forget you have a 2024 guy who loves Auburn, was at a camp last week, and and absolutely showed out to the point where the staff were like, okay, we're going to get kind of serious about you now. Oh, by the way, this guy just so happens to be at Langston Hughes High School where Auburn is recruiting four of their biggest targets in the 2023 class. How about that? Air Nolan. Air is his nickname. Prentice is his first name. Princess Air Nolan is a guy to keep on your your list of guys. He's a 2024 guy, but he is he's done a great job of getting Auburn's attention, and they really like him. and And if for some reason Brock Glenn doesn't end up with Auburn, maybe they hold out for him, and that makes it even more of a lock for Auburn to grab this guy. Do and this may be a mentality thing. I think guys like Brock Glenn probably don't think about the chance of them losing position battles, but. If if he does come in, I mean the odds of him I don't know, his path to playing time is a little tricky, right? Because Holden Gurner, I think the staff really, really likes him. And obviously, yeah. you know, whoever wins the job this year, whether it's Calzada, Finley, Ashford, they will have more years of eligibility left. And then after that, you gotta think Gurner will be the favorite to replace whoever that is. Um 
does that ever come up when you talk to Brock? Uh, you know, he's mentioned it, but he also told me, look, I mean, now that Power 5 schools are talking to me, there's not really a great quarterback situation anywhere at any of those schools. They're all lined up pretty well. That's fair. He's, he's like, I, you know, I got to go in and win. And that's kind of his his mindset when he's talking about trying to get his commitment done before the Elite 11. He doesn't want to have to worry about recruiting there. He wants to win that thing. I mean, he told me that he's he's been watching it on, you know, YouTube, whatever, for years and going, I'm going to win that one day. I don't want to be in it. I want to win it. Mm-hmm. And that's the same – and that's his mentality. I just – I think it fits well with Hartson too, yeah. the way that Hartson is. It's got that kind of just no-nonsense – this is what I'm going to do, take care of my business kind of thing, right? So I think that's great. No, I, I think that's yeah. exactly what you want with your quarterback. You don't want to get a guy that's worried about losing. It's just, okay, that's the next step. That's just the next thing I have to do. That's that's what you want as a leader of your team. So, Yeah, yeah, and, and that's a quarterback mentality. A lot of quarterbacks are that the, way. The, the good ones anyway, right? The good ones always are. There's, yeah. no, there's really no exception. And, but I will say, you know, the guys you got at Auburn right now, T.J. Finley, who nobody really counts on uh, as winning over Zach Calzada or yeah. uh, Robbie Ashford, he, he thinks he's going to win. If you asked him, he'd tell you that he was going to win that quarterback battle. And that's what Brian Harson is doing, and he's got them believing they can win it. And, and that's why maybe the quarterback situation doesn't stand out to Brock Glenn. He thinks he can come in and win. Cole, you said some interesting things about Harson and the culture that I, uh, that I want to talk on because that's a big thing. That's a big thing. A lot of change on the roster over the last 12 months, but the culture seems stronger than ever at Auburn. We'll talk about that next right here on Locked on Auburn. want to encourage folks to check out the Locked on Auburn Discord. We will put the link and how to join that in the episode description down below. And also, Cole... We were talking before we clicked record. You guys, the special that you guys are running right now at AuburnLive.com, it's actually ridiculous. It is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Fill folks in on uh, what they're missing out on if they are not currently subscribed. Oh, man, Zach, it, it's, it is incredible. It's a dollar for a year, guys. <laughs> a dollar for a year. You, you probably have four quarters in your pocket right now as you're watching this. Yeah, no, I, uh, I I think so. I y'all y'all ran this when the site launched. Yeah, sometime yeah. last year, and I uh, I signed up for it then. It's just it's the best deal out there. Well, this one's a little different. It's the same deal, but it, this is the Niebuhr edition because Ooh. we just added Keith Niebuhr to the team to go along with me, Jeffrey Lee, Justin Hokinson, and and man, the content is like we have to get together all the time because we're always throwing stuff out there. It like let's let's space it out a little bit because we're 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 throwing so much. Let's let's uh you know that kind of thing's going on. So it's yeah. a never ending content. You you got it twenty four seven wall to wall, everything you could ever think of. So man, you know, one dollar for all of that I think is is an unbelievable deal. Yep, absolutely. All that is at AuburnLive.com. Cole, there's been a ton of talk about Brian Harson and, and, and the culture that he's trying to instill in this Auburn football program. And you talked about it as far as just how it impacts the quarterback. I would imagine he, his goal is to do that for the entire team, you know, for folks to believe in themselves and to say, hey, you know, I could be the reason this team takes this next step. Is that as solidified now as he wants it to be? Um, You know, if you if, again, if you asked him, he'd probably say no fair. because that's fair. Coaches are never satisfied, right? Sure, uh, but it's getting closer. 
Uh, it's definitely getting closer to as far as everyone buying into what he's doing. I think some of the transfer portal guys that left, you know, maybe weren't wanting to do that. Maybe they were not happy with the way things were going. And that happens when you have a a coaching change anyway. But um, as far as the culture goes, you you just can see it in the players when you're, when you're over there. And especially during the camps, I mean, you got almost half the team helping out with the camps and they love it. And is that unusual? Is that, does that not normally happen? Yeah, I think it does happen. The difference though, is that it's just, it's the new guys that are sort of, you know, that have just moved in and they're new and they're not really sure how things go yet. They don't leave the complex. I mean, they got precious free time that they're used to having, right? Mm-hmm. They're always in the complex. They're always helping with recruiting. Official visits are on campus. Oh, I'm, I want to go help with that. You know, it's like a, it's the 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 quote you've heard probably a bunch of times. Um, if you love Auburn, Auburn will love you back. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like that is a big recruiting pitch to these guys, and and they end up loving Auburn even if they're from somewhere like Louisiana or Nebraska, which they just got guys from those states in this last class. Right, and it just shows they really they really are enjoying it. Um, you know, I think they I think they like the coaching style of Brian Harson. I think they like the 4 a.m. workouts and things like that, the stadiums. And it takes a really special person to like that kind of thing. So There's he's no working. Question. To, no, I, look, uh, I, I did it. I played some football. I didn't like it, okay? I, I didn't love that stuff. Yeah. You have to love it, um, especially for what he's wanting to, to do with the culture. You have to love it. He's got a bunch of guys that love it right now. So what we got about two months or so before the season really starts as far as opening fall camp and all that good stuff. What do you want to see from, you know, between now and then from this Auburn football program? What do you, what needs to happen for you to say, okay, this is on, this is on track for them to, to have a good season. Uh, I think, I think they need to um, settle in on a quarterback, which is something they plan to do in fall camp. I don't think you're going to see a two quarterback system or anything like that. Okay. Uh, my prediction has been on Zach Calzada. I think he's probably the guy right. to win it. I don't think he was brought in not to. You know, he had some success at Texas A&M. Sure. Had some had some trouble at Texas A&M too. Sure. But uh, I, I think you know I, when I was in the complex yesterday, waiting on official visitors to come out, Zach Calzada and Coy Moore. This was Sunday morning, right? Or Sunday noonish. Okay. And um, they just came out. They had just done like a film study or uh, some kind of session where they were throwing. And Coy Moore was with them, the LSU receiver transfer. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. You know, they looked like they were really into something going on there. And just the nonstop football aspect is not something that, that every player wants. You know, but I think he's got a team full of guys that want to do that now. And and when they get when they hit the ground running in fall camp, um, I really want to see. I just want to see how they respond to some of the tough stuff that happens. I want to see how they respond to adversity too, and 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 the the media, the outlets, everything. It's going to keep hitting them with negativity, so it's going to be interesting. And I think they'll be ready to go by the time you know, September rolls around. Yeah, and it's almost like the media that's been hitting them, and, and a lot of it national, as all these preseason magazines come out. I mean, they're just, pretty much every national publication has Auburn finishing last in the SEC West. And it's like, yeah. it's almost like, okay, we're all going to be low on Auburn, but then it's like they took it too far. 
And I'm like, I just don't, I just don't see it happening, man. I just have a hard time seeing Auburn finishing last in the SEC West this season. I do too. I do too. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think they have a roster that's that low in the SEC. Personally, I think the roster's okay in mm-hmm. most areas. I think you have a couple of areas that you probably could have added more depth to, but at the top, I mean, if if, if Auburn, you know. That's always the big question. If they stay injury free, you got pretty, you got a solid um, starter at every position that yeah. that could really be help you win. I mean, and some behind that. I think Tank Bigsby and, and Jarquez Hunter is a running back duo that I'll, I'll say this: Tank Bigsby gets talked about a lot. Jarquez Hunter doesn't get talked about enough, oh, in my opinion. You're right. The two of them together, and and what I've seen just from them, you know in practice, whatever the, the parts I've seen, they're going to throw it to them a lot. And when you have a receiver group that's sort of still learning, still trying to get their, their, uh, you know, their feet under them. Uh, when you have backs that can receive like those and, and you have tight end group that's so strong right. with Schenker from deal, you got those guys. Uh, I, I do, I worry less about the receivers. And I think they're one of the groups that has to, you know, adjust, and get some experience, but I, I worry less about them. And I think the offense will be okay. Defense looks fine to me too. Brought in some transfers that can help. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they're going to be okay. I think the first five games could really be crucial. You've got to win one of oh, LSU and Penn State. Yeah, I think we'll know how the season's going to go after. Those yeah, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. That's big. Yeah. Cole, thank you so much for your time. And one more time, how can people find everything you guys are doing at Auburn Live? Yep, Auburn Live on three. Uh, again, got that $1 for a year. That is $1 for a year going on at Auburn Live. Uh, so come join us, man. All the all the recruiting, Auburn football, baseball, basketball, everything you could imagine, Intel, all day, every day. We got it going, and uh, it's, it's, worth, it's worth the dollar. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely worth a dollar for a year filled with great coverage. That's Cole Pinkston with AuburnLive.com. We'll be back tomorrow. A little War Report Wednesday coming at you right here on Locked on Auburn.